Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode number 92 of Those Muckrakers. I'm Pete. And I'm Pat. Can you hear the train outside? I realize my windows are open, and it's very loud outside. I wonder if it's picking that up. You know what? I can kind of hear it. There's like a, a white noise in the background, just a of the train um, skedaddling along. Hang on. Oh, I have to do that opening again as I close windows. Got nah, one, t- one take. We, we got this. We're going. Right, one take. Fuck it. Whatever, man. We're doing the we're, background we're, noise. It doesn't matter anymore. We become un- more unprofessional as time goes as by. The, as the episodes roll along. Yeah, well, yep. fuck it. We did it live. We did it live! All right. Uh, let's see. So there's a lot of stuff going on. Before we get to the political stuff, um, there's some... Uh, I don't even know what to call this. Uh, there's an opinion piece, and there's a... Uh, let's see if we can make Pat throw up piece. Uh, okay. I wonder which one you'd like to do first. Opinion piece? Is this going to be the OK Boomer one? Yeah, I think this would be our OK Boomer moment. Wonderful. All right. Well, uh, hit me with that one. All right. Um, well, just to give you a little background, if you're not up on things, you don't understand. Apparently, I can't tell if it's media manufactured or if boomers really are upset, but there's a new insult going around. Whenever uh, a baby boomer says something stupid about climate change, or, you know, social justice, you just go, okay, boomer, and then you go on about your business. Yeah, um, yeah, it's a, uh, it's a dismissive insult. It's kind of funny, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I think it's fine. Uh, I think it's probably blown out of proportion. I think that boomers probably don't care about it as much as the media wants us to think. Yeah, I'm, uh, I haven't actually met any boomers that were upset about it. Right. I mean, just, outside of just being upset that they feel like they're right about something and the kids are being disrespectful. But even then, like, I haven't seen anyone be all like, you don't call me boomer or anything well, like that. Y- there's a couple of things the media's blown up on um, online where some boomers like, this is worse than the N-word. And it's like, <laughs> not really. Oh, they, uh, they were trying to say that um, boomer is the new N-word. Uh, there will never be a new N-word because the N-word is the N-word. Like, there's not a new... Yeah, yeah, um, the, the, the old one has not been retired yet, so uh, you know, we, we, don't, we, we don't need a replacement. You know, if we want Boomer to be the new N-word, we're going to have to enslave Boomers for 400 years. I'm okay with um, that. I'm kind of all right. Well, you remember one of my presidential fringe platforms that I ran on was bring back slavery but make it age-based. So as you reach a certain age, you are now enslaved. Uh, so Holy that you can, shit, you're ahead of the curve here. So that, yeah, so that you can serve a function in society. I know it's going to be wildly unpopular, but once we take away everybody over 60's right to vote, it won't matter. You know, just speaking of uh, OK Boomer, I'm uh, these days I'm becoming increasingly comfortable being able to say that I'm actually a millennial. Because uh, I remember 10 years ago or so, that like really bothered me that I missed the cutoff for uh, being able to say that I'm Generation X. Because Gen X it just sounds so cool, right? Right, yeah. But uh, then I found out, no, no, you're a millennial. And I'm like, shit. So I'm in the same category as like Jogamesh and all of them. I don't, I don't want to be like, you know, those kids. But as time pressed on and I began to get more and more complexes about just getting older and older, I realized, no, no, I'm okay. You can you can bundle me with the kids these days and call me a millennial, too. I'm, well, I am fine with that. Uh, once you realize that after the baby boomer generation, all the rest of the things have been made up for marketing ploys, uh, then you're like, oh, this is all dumb anyway. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they, they try to divide us up into generations just so that they can have, um, you know, bundles of people to market this, that, and the other, too. Yep. But, yep. 
Well, speaking of uh, uh, the OG, your OK if, Boomer if moment. They, if they can tell you you are this and your people like this, then you will buy that because they say your people like this. It works yes. for um, age. It works for all kinds of things, social class, etc. Okay, proceed. Um, so this is from The Atlantic. Uh, this is a uh, piece by Peter Weher, Weher, Werner. Um, and he says, The presidency deserves respect even when the president does not. If Trump critics think they're going to win a race to the bottom with the president, they're wrong. And he makes a uh, point uh, basically about that um, uh, the, the Game 5 of the World Series where the president was booed. Uh, by everybody, and people no, were we to need... lock him up. Okay, my God, so many things. Is this the make Pat throw up uh, news? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. Uh, this guy's arguing about being a traditionalist for our institutions and saying uh, the Office of Presidents deserves respect, even no. when the actions and presidents at times don't. Strongly disagree. Um, I, I, I don't know, man. I, you know, I used to think that, like, yeah... You know, even if you don't agree with the president's policies, you should respect the president. But uh, at the same time, um, I don't know, man, because it's like it's very difficult to separate the man from the office. And if you're going, oh, I'm just respecting the office. Isn't that a really easy way to just say I'm going along with what he does, but I don't agree? Yeah, with that, it? You know that's like I mean? all the people that's like all the people that say, no, no, I'm a woke independent. I'm not a Trump supporter. However, I'll support everything he does and constantly yeah. find ways to criticize Hillary Clinton. Exactly. Like uh, it's uh, it's just a disingenuous shield for people to hide behind. I believe I think that some so. people may actually respect the the office, but I firmly believe that respect should be earned, not inherent. I don't think anyone should or anyone or anything in the case of the office itself should just inherently have respect well, or else that um, dampens the idea of respect to begin with. What if somebody said you should respect the office of the Fuhrer, but maybe not necessarily respect uh, Hitler. Hitler? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, that's a little bit like, wait, what? It's a little bit weird when you change the change the context of it. Yeah. Uh, no, I think that I, I, I'm... God, I wish I had uh, the printed story of this. You might have told me about it. There was a town in the, think, the Old West times where, like, the citizens were really pissed off at the mayor. So they all went to his house, and they tore his house apart by hand and threw all the pieces into the river. Yeah, I think you told me about that story originally. I wish I had the original for that, but I'm I'm kind of like that. I'm like that. That's we funny. Should, it's we, like yeah. um, his whole house went straight into the drain because uh, they were upset at him, and they had the manpower and the wherewithal to just tear it apart board by board and send it floating. So see, yeah. so that's that's my kind of destruction. I'm not like let's kill him or drag him through the streets. I'm like no, let's, no, go say, Mar- <laughs> let's go let's, to Mar. Let's go to Mar. Let's house in the river. Yeah, let's go to Mar-a-Lago. Let's go to all his properties, and let's just pull them apart brick by brick and throw them into the fucking river. Let's tear um, Mar-a-Lago apart and throw it to the crocodiles in the swamp. Yeah, I don't, I don't think that you get respect because you are part of an office, you know? Um, yeah. And I don't think it's a race to the bottom to boo him uh, right. every time he walks out. Like, any... So that's... Go ahead. I was just going to say, so that's like an argument that people started like way back in um, 2015 saying, you know, you can't shout Trump down. He was the loudest voice in a crowded room of like 16 different people that were um, combating each other to be the uh, GOP nominee, right? He was the loudest voice in a crowded room and anyone that tried to play his game and shout him down, well, Trump has no humility, so he would never feel embarrassed. He would just get louder and louder and grow more and more insulting and he would never apologize. He would never back down. He had no limits to how cruel he could behave and treat other people. He, uh, so yeah, like no one could ever win a shouting match with them. 
So, you know, that... <laughs> I absolutely could. And you know who else could? Uh, legendary comedian Don Rickles. I I would love to see that happen. Now, right? none of the GOP could shout him down. I'm sure that some yeah. people could. Just because they were but, trying uh, to shout him down while staying on script. But can you imagine uh, Trump and Don Rickles in a debate and Don Rickles is like, shut up, you hockey puck. <laughs> <laughs> that would be f- wonderful. But yeah, so... Anyway, the whole idea being that uh, maybe you shouldn't boo him because you don't want to play on his level. No, fuck him. Definitely boo him whenever he goes out into the crowd because you got to let him know that what he's doing's wrong. He yeah. is like a dog. He cannot understand unless you pop his nose. Don't be all like, no, don't play on the dog's level by popping his nose when he pisses on the carpet. Let him piss on the carpet, then call him a good boy. No, Trump is a bad boy. He's a very bad boy, and we need to pop him on the nose and say, no, that is wrong. You don't, what was he doing? Murdering all the Turks or? Uh, the the Kurds, the Kurds. He's murdering the Kurds with the Turks. He's murdering Mexican children in his baby cages and he's murdering people in Puerto Rico by doing a shit job uh, taking care of the hurricane, by not taking care of the hurricane. And he's murdering a lot of people. He's hurt a lot of people and this isn't even getting... That's the stuff that he's legally allowed to do. This isn't even getting into all of his crimes, his fake universities, his... Anyway, I digress. He has done yeah, a lot the, of bad the shit. The point is, I don't think, yeah, I don't think that because you win an elected office, yeah, it was a, it was a tough one for me because I'm like, yeah, there is something sacred about holding holding the, the you know, basically like being trusted by the people to to govern for them. Um, but ultimately, I... if you look at the uh, source of uh, of our governance, uh, it's all based on the idea that power uh, comes from the people. Not from a monarch or from a uh, an office, so therefore, uh, maybe he should respect the people. How about that? You know what I mean? The office That's, means nothing. Traditionally, that is what happens, right? Like the president respects his or her boss. Well, in the entire history of the United States has never been or her boss. Hopefully, fingers crossed, Elizabeth Warren will finally be able to start saying his or her boss. But I digress. The president's never had to, or the president has usually respected his boss, which is the American people, all the, you know, hundreds of millions of uh, American citizens out there. But this guy doesn't. He just says, no, 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 I'm the only one that can fix it. I'm, I'm the best. I'm the bigliest. Aren't you all so lucky to have me? Which he literally tweeted out this week, by the by. Uh, Yeah, he believes he's the only one that does all of this. And he believes that everyone should respect him and do whatever he says. And if you have anything negative to say about him, it's fake news folks well here it uh what's the whole you give a psychopath and then she'll take a mile uh but here at those muckrakers we don't respect anyone including ourselves so least of all ourselves that's least uh of all ourselves. that's uh that's actually been one of the best motivators i've had towards um self-improvement and uh, exercise lately because you would be surprised at how powerful of motivator a healthy a healthy serving of self-loathing is when working out because let's say i'm working out until i'm in a great deal of pain well who cares it's just some asshole that's in pain anyway let's keep going let's get those gains fam <laughs> uh well in uh let's um Let's make Pat puke news. Uh, oh, no, a... that's still coming up. All right, yeah, let's yeah, hear yeah. it. I got a question for you first. As a reformed smoker, yes. do you think that smoking should be banned in our nation's prisons? In the prisons? I didn't know yeah. it wasn't banned in our prisons. I figured they were doing it anyway, but I figured it was like banned, but they would do it without anyone knowing it. It's banned in 23 states and heavily regulated in the other 27. <sighs> So in 23 prisons, you'd be in there for life, and you'll never taste am, a cigarette again. I am going to go with 
the same stance I had when I was a smoker and say that um, people should be allowed to smoke whenever, wherever they want, uh, unless it's like, uh, you know, a hospital or something where it would actively be making people around them sicker. Right. Otherwise, there should be smoking sections inside of restaurants. And if you don't like it, go to a different restaurant, but or go to the other side of the restaurant or just don't be so whiny. Just let smokers smoke. Yeah. But now as a non-smoker, I would fucking hate that because I I can't I don't have a sense of smell, but I could taste it in the air. And it would (laughs) definitely if I see people smoking, make me want to smoke. And I can't, you know, be around that because I I know not to trust myself. So, you know, personally, I would hate that. But I believe that personal rights and freedom should come uh, before my own level of comfort. So imagine that you are in prison for like 20 years and you have to watch the guards smoke, but you can't smoke. Is that how it was? I thought you meant that um, prisoners could smoke in some states, like 24 states. It's heavily regulated in the 27 they can, but in 23, it's outright banned completely. So in the heavily regulated ones, can the prisoner smoke or is it just the guards? Oh, the guards can smoke in all of them. Okay. So I still believe that's fine because if the prisoners genuinely can't get their hands on smokes, then in about 90 days they'll be over it anyway. They might be annoyed at seeing the guards smoke, but they're not going to be actively suffering. Well, when they banned when they banned the prisoners from smoking, apparently just violence broke out all over prison. And Maybe they shouldn't have banned it then. Nicotine fits are fucking terrible. Let me tell yeah. you, as someone who's smoking for imagine, fifteen years, imagine a whole prison full of psychopathic killers uh, with having nicotine fits. Uh, I once. say, I say, yeah, ban their ability to smoke at uh, at your own peril. <laughs> well, anyway, it creates it creates a huge prison black market for tobacco. Yeah, that's always been a thing. You keep the uh, a pack of smokes in your prison pocket, and you can use it to buy a new bitch every now and again. Uh, yeah, but like that was when you could buy them in prison. Now you can't even buy them. Hmm. So that's uh, a interesting point. I always assumed that uh, people like had pe- others smuggle it in, but I guess you oh, used no, to be able to just buy cigarettes in prison then. Yeah. Interesting. Yep. So what the prisoners are doing now to get their hands on that sweet, sweet nicotine. Um, it's a new thing called cop spit. Basically, uh, what? what prisoners, yeah, cop spit. Gross. Uh, what what prisoners do uh, in in prison now is they kind of hang around and they wait till like a guard is not paying attention to his, uh, uh, you know, chewing tobacco spit bottle. And no, just... okay, I'm out. I'm out. I'm gonna go get a new <laughs> cup of tea. You finish telling the the people about this. Back. <laughs> it gets better though. Come on, <laughs> stay with me. Don't leave. No, Pat, don't leave. This is Make Pat Puke News. And if you don't puke, uh, what's the point of all of this? Okay, I'm back again. What a miss. Did you tell the the people the story? So Robert Rosso says it's all nearly used. Oh, no, it's going still. Taken out of the officer's spit jar, dried in a microwave, and rolled up with toilet paper wrapping. Quote, to quote the, the, the Vanco lady from Mad TV back in the 90s. La, 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 <laughs> la, 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 um, uh. According to this guy named Andre Cooper serving three life sentences, uh, he says, it's not just any chewed up tobacco, it's spit-infused chewing tobacco that a uh, officer has spat out of their mouth on the ground or in the trash or in a soda bottle. They're smoking this stuff filled with all types of germs and diseases from the officer who spat it out. As a man that has suffered from many nicotine fits, I've never had one that was bad enough that I would just take someone else's uh, spit. 
He says, like, uh, this that's guy like, Cooper. I mean, I'm, I'm not even someone who would be willing to, like, be baby birded as a joke, right? Like, let alone if it's tobacco gloop. That was well, the, spat into the trash can or on the ground in a prison? Come on. Well, this guy says, it's all we got right now, so I'm going to smoke it. Um, here's where it gets even better. It's a lucrative practice. A 16-ounce soda bottle filled with spit and chewed up tobacco can get you close to 100 books of stamps. That works out to $7 for 20 stamps a book. Uh, so let's see, 100. Uh, and there's 20 stamps in a book. So what, seven times? That's $700 for a fucking thing of uh, dip spit? Uh, yeah. It Oof. says prison gangs are actually beefing in prison right now over who controls the chew trade. Beefing or boofing? Because that would be another way that they could insert the, uh, the tobacco. <laughs> no, beefing, they're fighting. There's gang fights over cop spit. Yeah, God, why? Just, uh... You know those, um... Those dogs, you can, like, throw a treat, and they'll, like, run by and jump up, and they'll catch the treat in their mouth and keep going, mm -hmm. and then you throw yeah. another treat, and they run and jump. I'm picturing, like, a cop sitting there, and he has, like, a bucket he's spitting in, and, like, a prisoner runs by, and he goes to spit in the bucket, and the prisoner, like, jumps and does, like, a flip and catches a spit in his mouth, and he gets to the other side and runs on, and the cop <laughs> goes to spit again, and he runs and jump and catches it in his mouth and runs off, and it's just... Um, this guy it's a trick. Says, it's a, this guy's, it's a trick that they taught the prisoners. This guy Slim <laughs> says, guy's going crazy to smoke cop spit. And many say it's way stronger than regular cigarette tobacco. <laughs> oh, this is the worst. This is torture, Pete. Right? Yeah. Well, the problem is, like, so if you've got people so desperate to smoke that they're smoking cop spit, I think one of two things needs to happen. Either tobacco is banned, uh, for prison guards can't use tobacco products, uh, you know, at work, or you just let prisoners fucking smoke. Just let them smoke. Oh my God! Why? Why make them have to go through their asshole to get to their elbow? Just the like let them let them smoke and let them have wine that wasn't made in the toilet. The reason I think prisoners should be able to smoke is because I think you need certain uh, what do you call it? You need to be able to vent. You need certain releases if you're in an environment like that. It's a pressure cooker. You have to vent it. So if you're in there for life, fuck it. Smoke all you want, Sonny. You know. Yep. Smoke them if you got them. You're in here a while. And what else are you going to be doing all day long? Smoking, Lifting weights, smoking. Smoking cops pit. Yep, smoking cops. Maybe that can get you some time off for good behavior. All right, so... so um, that, yeah, that was the make Pat puke news. Well, it was successful. All right, so uh, so what's next? All right, uh, so... And this is the thing I've been I've been paying attention to. It's very upsetting to me. In the United States, right now, we've talked about it before, uh, the most important thing that makes our democracy work uh, is a smooth transition of power. Yes, that is correct. Whether you win, lose, or draw, we have a plan for it. You lose, you concede, you win, you take the office, right? Right. So, in Kentucky... Um, they had oh. a guber. They had a gubernatorial the, election. They had this, a. Uh, this brings us to our uh, blue wave news for the week. Right. So but, in yeah. in Kentucky, they had a. Uh, I believe the governor election. I believe that's what gubernatorial <clears throat> means, right? Yeah, and uh, Andy Bashir won the governor's race in Kentucky. Yep. And so, um, uh, Governor Matt Bevin and Democratic challenger Andy Bashir um ran it was a very close race but uh matt bevan lost by about five thousand votes it's like oh. it's like a half of one percent it's super close um but 
Uh, there's a. Uh... What's his name? The uh, fucking I keep I keep getting the stupid names confused. So Bevan immediately, and this is what pissed me off. Immediately goes, I will not concede my governorship. There were definitely irregularities going on, um, and so he refuses He's... to step down. So you have a fucking governor that refuses to step down. Now they're talking about letting it go to um, the uh, Kentucky. Uh, what do you call it? What is the state congress called? The Congress? I don't know. What's the word? Um, the, the Kentucky GOP basically it's it's yeah. still it's still uh, um, Republican controlled. So uh, they're talking about uh, the houses in the General Assembly, basically, right? But, so instead of instead of uh, letting the people decide who wins, they're just going to try and let their tiny little oligarchy decide. Yeah. So they're talking about basically the Republicans. That's, a, are about that's to an steal, autocracy. Yeah. This, the Republicans are about to steal an election right in front of us, and I'm interested to see what they're going to do. Um, but like everybody's reporting that like all the no all the votes are in, no one's reported any irregularities. Um, I know some places have an automatic if That's, it's that close, they do a recount just to be sure, right? Yeah, they, I don't believe they do that in Kentucky though, because uh, Mitch McConnell was very careful to um, twist Kentucky around his little finger to make sure the GOP could win forever. But either and, way, uh, the that kind of backfired. But either way, the man won. He won the governorship, even though it was only by five thousand votes. He still, he still won. Yep. Even if it's one vote, he still won. Yep. And the other guy immediately cries foul. And uh, and they he blatantly lies. Just like yeah. how um, Trump will lie and say, you know, read the transcript, no quid pro quo. But he's saying that based on nothing because the transcript is what got him impeached to begin with. Like, uh, the, the transcript only says that he's guilty. But, I mean, at least there is hope on the horizon because Mitch McConnell's power may finally be eroded enough that he could lose it. Because it's, uh, like George Takei said after Andy Bashir won, uh, a Democrat has defeated the GOP incumbent for governor in Kentucky, even after Trump held a last-minute rally there. Oh my, Mitch McConnell in the White House must be having a tough night. Sending my thoughts and prayers. Um, but uh, the problem is... Once we lose that transition of power, once you can lose an election and go, I'm not fucking going, um, yeah. then we're fucked. Like, and we're fucked if it starts on a local level because you got to believe everyone's going to be watching this. Every fucking, every fucking governor uh, that doesn't want to lose power, and if they see um, that this works, and everyone will do it, and then then no one's going to fucking leave, and then we're fucked. Um, and that's that was the dangerous thing about this whole 2016 election was the fact that it was contested and it was not accepted as the actual result. And that's what makes me mad. Politicians. So on one hand, they talk about impeachment subverting the will of the people. Well, more no. people voted for Hillary than Trump, so no. Yeah. Uh, you know, he lost the popular election. Two, I don't hear anybody on the fucking right-wing radio side talking about how this is subverting the will of the people. So when you win... Uh, you know, uh, it, it's the will of the people, but when you lose, oh, it must be irregularities. Like, yeah. this makes me so angry. And, like, the will of the people is, uh, you know, we've all decided on the Constitution forever ago, and in the Constitution, there is impeachment, and within impeachment, it says if the president abuses his power of office, then uh, he should be removed. And, I mean... Trump's been doing nothing but that the entire time he's been in office. Right. He commits um, 
he commits so many impeachable acts every single day that it's hard to keep track of them all. Like the same week he was impeached for the Ukraine thing, he also told people to commit crimes to build his wall in time and that he'd pardon them. That's also an abuse of power that's impeachable, but he's not getting impeached for that. He's getting impeached for the Ukraine thing because there's a more clear-cut case of him actually doing actions here, right? Like he held up weapons saying that he wanted dirt on Joe Biden and his son. He wanted the yeah. Ukrainian guy to say what he was doing or to say that he was investigating it publicly so that people would cast doubt on Joe Biden. And, you know, so we have the clearest cut case of quid pro quo uh, ever. So that's why this is such an easy thing to impeach him on. And the GOP has no defense. And that's why they're just banging their fists on the table and shouting because the laws against them, the facts are against them. Everything's against them. What I don't so understand. They're just I guess... pretending like they're deaf, dumb and blind. That's what I... Lindsey Graham's doing. I guess because we're so fucking far past what's what's normal anymore. Um, I was started watching Vice last night, that movie with uh, that that weird Dick biopic Cheney. on Dick Cheney. Yeah, yeah. And there was a really funny moment where Carter won the election, and all of a sudden Dick Cheney and Donald Rumsfeld and everybody, you know, all the all they were all out of a job, right? Yeah. And they were just kind of like, <laughs> oh shit, you know what I mean? They didn't contest the election. They weren't like kill Carter. They were like, that's the way it goes. And oh man I just wish we could get back to that like you lose an election all right we'll fucking start working on the next one you know right as much of a monster as Dick Cheney is at least he never tried to subvert the will of the people at least he never tried to blatantly lie about what was going on he didn't say uh you know you know like another 9-11 happened and that's why we got to keep keep attacking them we got to go because Iran attacked us with a nuke just the other day they blew up Kentucky there's no Kentucky anymore that's because there was no blatant lies like that like Trump does constantly because that's because I mean, Dick Cheney if you look at the Batman movies, Nick Cheney was Ra's al Ghul, right? He was evil, uh, but he was evil with a purpose, right? Right. And now we've got the fucking Joker, uh, but not like nearly as smart. Just a guy that's like, I don't have a plan. I'm just the president. Like, and <laughs> I don't so have a now plan. we're like, okay, I'm just bigly. All right, everyone needs to love me, especially Ivanka in yeah. China. I never knew that. Uh, uh, and you just reminded me. Speaking of China, I got some Chinese news. Uh, I never knew that we'd have a president that would want so badly to just be loved, but then to do everything he possibly can to make people hate him. Um, it's so fucking weird, isn't it? So speaking uh, of, what's well, because he's we're, got two. We're still in, we're well, still in blue wave news, though. I have a bit oh, more of that. Oh, you got more blue wave news. All right, remind me to give you uh, me Chinese, me play joke news. All right, me put PP in your coke. All right, so um, <laughs> we're so gonna get banned by China. <laughs> I mean, that was kind of the goal. We already had a Revolution of Our Time um, episode. Uh, free Hong Kong. Uh, where were we? Okay, so Democrats I'll in take it. We, uh, we had some 2019 elections. Not many of them, but it's an amazing litmus test for uh, just how deeply unpopular the GOP is right now. Because the, they kept trying to say impeachment's going to backfire. It's going to make people like the president more. They're going to think that the Democrats are being whatever. But what we're seeing is that the people fucking hate the GOP right now. They're losing uh, everyone. Like, they're, I mean, okay, Trump still has his insane little cultist base that'll follow him no matter what, mm -hmm. which many of those are made up of uh, people who are normally non voters, like deeply paranoid people that live in their, you know, shotgun shacks out in the middle of nowhere. So right. they should hopefully all disappear once Trump's gone and they're back to just stock and standard politicians. But in the meantime, you know, those people are still around and still like supporting him. But everyone else hates his guts. And we are starting to see that as uh, Democrats in Virginia have taken control of the state legislature, giving 
making the party a majority in both chambers of the state house for the first time in nearly 25 years. So because the Dems won so huge here, they'll be able to redistrict Virginia in a way that'll affect the national elections for the next decade. Well, I hope they redistricted in a fair, equitable way, not like, we're going to drop the Democrats. Like, mm, let's just make it, let's make it fair. I mean, I, that's one thing I hate about all this is that the Dems always play by the rules, whereas the GOP just cheat their fucking heads off. So, um, well, they know, should have learned a lesson that the hatred for Hillary and Obama was so great that it energized the base and got Trump elected with some handy help from um, Russia. Russia. And now Trump is inter- doing the exact, the exact same thing, but he's energizing his opposition. Um, he's yep. energizing the base of the opposing party, and the more he does, the more it energizes uh, the base. So if they were really smart, they would just, like, shuffle Trump off and just, like, cut off his Twitter account and, like, just cut all the White House phone cords and then be like, Romney, <laughs> you're going to be our guy. Yeah. So, uh, okay, when we covered Bashir and con- winning the governor's race in Kentucky, uh, Dems have also taken control of Mike Pence's hometown for the first time in nearly 40 years, as they now have the majority of seats in Columbus, Indiana's city ca- uh, council. Uh, Virginia also elected the uh, woman who flipped off uh, Trump's motorcade that one time, uh, oh, Julie Briskman. <laughs> R- remember, yes. R- remember how she uh, rode by and... Uh, flicked him the burden it cost her her job well now she's been elected to something so that's cool beautiful and and uh mississippi was the other big voting state and well they uh of course the other gop won there but they only won by 52 percent in mississippi so arguably it's a purple state now well, Competitive I would argue for Dems in the future. They won 50, 52% in Mississippi because anybody who tries to get out and vote the wrong way tends to get shot and found later in a river somewhere. I'm alluding yep. to the Freedom Riders back in the 60s. Yep. So, yep, that's all the Blue Wave news I got. All right, well, Chinese. Well, before we get to Chinese news, let's just to tie into the Blue Wave news. Um, I feel a little bit like, at a certain point, with the Christian right, we're going to be like Tucker and Dale versus Evil. You know that movie with the two rednecks where like the kids just kept getting themselves killed and they thought it was Tucker and Dale doing it? Yeah, I adore that movie. I've seen it like 12 times. Well, that's how I feel about the Christian right, talking about how they're so persecuted. I don't understand. They just keep keep throwing themselves into the wood chipper. <laughs> I know that one kid impaled himself right in front of me. I was so scared, Tuck. So... Earlier in this week, Ralph Reed, founder of the Faith and Freedom Coalition. By the way, it's a weird world in which they make me hate anything named Faith and Freedom. Yeah, as soon as I hear, like, American this or Freedom that, I'm immediately like, oh, there's something deeply deplorable about this, isn't there? Because right. they can't stand on their own virtues, so they try to, like, throw a shield up to be like, can't hate me, I have the Bible and Jesus. Yeah. It's like, no, so the, no, no, just tell me what your stance is, and then we'll judge you based on that. No, so the, it's, the, it's the Jesus Jew bashing club, you see? It gets, it get, they get, you know, they get super like the riding on the back of an eagle to freedom while carrying a veteran of three foreign wars coalition. You're like, God, Jesus Christ, you're a fucking, you're a, you're a patriotic tryhard, is what you are. So, so this eagle coalition, what do you stand for? To die in water to black people? Oh, okay. <laughs> I can't wait till we get our first GOP senator that it has a full, I mean, fully covered in tattoos that are just the American flag. <laughs> He's just covered in tiny American flag tattoos, just head to toe, face, arms, everything. I got 50 stars on me if you can find them all. We'll deny that's the probably... right to vote to Mexican-Americans. <laughs> I was about to say, that's probably going to be a sexual harassment lawsuit if you can find them all. But 
so anyway. so this this douchebag Ralph Reed, founder of the Faith and Freedom Coalition, uh, he did an interview uh, podcast uh, interview with this guy named Steve Strang, um, and he talks about. Uh, he details the favors that Trump has done for the Christian right. The U.S. Supreme Court picks, dumping the Iran nuclear treaty. Uh, how does dumping the Iran nuclear treaty help the Christians? I don't understand that it, one. Like, I, I, I got this one. It, um, it makes the world a much more likely place to get nuked into a nuclear winter. And uh, the apocalypse is many Christians' goals because that means it's the end times and then Jesus will are come we, for them. Are we still living in like the they're trying to bring the end of the world so they can ascend into heaven thing? As, that's my guess. Like that's how it would help Christians, right? If um, if be, Trump could get the world nuked into oblivion, which real... he makes that a bit more possible now that he uh, fucked up uh, the deal that Obama had. That st- the only thing that deal did was Iran saying, "Okay, we won't make nukes for like 15 years if uh, you don't sanction us further." And uh, Trump was like, "No, no, no! All the sanctions," and he just broke a deal that America made. And you could say, "Oh, well, you know, Trump's the one that broke it," but to the rest of the world. America is the one that yeah. broke it, right? Um, well, so everyone in the future be, will be like, no, never trust America with a deal, ever. These people are going to be crazy surprised when Jesus doesn't come back, but their gums bleed and their teeth fall out from nuclear you know, radiation. Anyway, um, so he brings, he got down to the, his duties as Trump's evangelical whip, because like right. he's Trump's like Jesus guy. Yep. And he says, uh, uh, <clears throat> and I quote, if the Christian community doesn't rise up like it never has in modern political history, and if we allow through our inaction the left to remove this man from the Oval Office, then we will deserve everything we get. And if they get the White House back, it will be open season on Christian ministries, on churches. The IRS will be able to persecute those faith-based organizations again. They will, under Obamacare, be able to force them to pay for abortion again. They will be able to sue the little sisters of the poor and drag God-fearing nuns into federal court and make them pay for abortion. And that is what will happen if we don't turn out and vote in the biggest numbers ever. Then we will deserve it to happen. So, really, the he's only just thing like... They, the only thing they even have is abortions! Yeah, uh, that's the real, the only specific, like, ah, if they get back, they're going <laughs> to force us to collectively huh? pay for abortions. Um, also and I love if the, the, we allow Donald Trump to be drugged from the White House, then women will have control of their own bodies. They'll be able to make decisions for themselves, and their own health care decisions can be made not from the hand of a man, but from their own minds. We can't allow this to happen. Get out there and vote, Christians. My favorite part of all of this is the IRS will be able to persecute faith-based organizations. Hey, I'm going to go ahead and tell all you Christian dumbfucks something that apparently have never looked in the Bible. Uh, there's this really cool question uh, when Jesus was still kicking around, and they were like, "Hi, uh, hi, Jesus, what should we do about these taxes?" And I guess they were they were really waiting for him to be yeah. like, uh, you know, you should Kick fuck the tax man up, right? Kick his ass, kick his ass, sea bass, right? Like that's what they were waiting on. But you know what he said? <laughs> he just goes, uh, "Yeah, man, uh, you should just like pay your yeah." He's, He's like, give unto Caesar that which is Caesar's, and give unto God that which is God's. Yeah, yeah. He goes like, hey, man, whose face is on the money? And they're like, Caesar, do we kick his ass? And he goes, then it's his money. Give it to him. Yeah. And they're like, well, God, what? <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I don't like that at all. It's real peaceful. Um, yeah, I think churches should be taxed. I don't think you should be a tax-exempt organization because you're a fucking a religious whatever. That's great that you're religious. Uh, but you own property uh, and assets within the United States, they should be fucking taxed. And you should be happy to pay your taxes. Yep. If I you're mean, a you Christian. Purport- I don't, I don't you, know uh, how Zoroastrians feel about it, but I know that Christians should be super psyched to pay taxes. 
Right, like, um, what was I going to say? So the Christians are the ones that always say they love this country so much, and if they do, then why not help pay for it? Yeah, that's weird. They love the country, but they do not want to pay taxes. Yeah, they, they don't, they don't want to actually give back. They just want to take. But, that, but that seems very selfish of you. Here's the crazy part, though. They don't want to pay taxes, but then they want to tell me what my tax dollars should be used to teach in school. So they want to have a say in, like, how public Taxes schools... are spent. Yeah, but... yeah, yeah. But they don't want to pay them. So I got two things for you. Pay your taxes and then shut up. Yep. I mean, we'll never get either one of those, but I love that it'll be open season on Christian ministries. I'm like... Do you really honestly believe that we will open up like a deer hunting season, but only for like Christian ministries? Rabbit season, Christian season, rabbit season, Christian season. And what, pray tell, are the penalties uh, for hunting a Christian out of season? <laughs> uh, like a, a $15 fine if you get more than two of them? Is it, and the, how big do the Christians you're hunting have to be? Uh, right, during Christian so. season, like, because remember, you don't so, want to so shoot like, a preg- you don't want to shoot a pregnant one because you'll mess up the population. Right, right. So it's uh, instead of like a head of antlers, it would be like how big a pope hat they have on. So uh, <laughs> Maybe, I don't know. I don't understand what he's talking about with this. This whole we're he only so has persecuted. Like, he only has like a little um, pope hat on, so that's still just a baby. You got to wait for the pope hat to grow bigger. Yeah, you got a. I got a five inch pope hatter right here. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> Yeah, but this fucking Christian alarmism. They're coming for us. No, they're not. Uh, If you really looked in the mirror, you have become the thing that you fear. You've become the persecuting mob uh, that drags people from their houses in the night. So, good going, Christian, right? That drags nuns into the courthouse and says, pay for abortions. Yeah. Uh, Listen, man, abortion, I like the way the Supreme Court ruled out in the 70s. It's not a moral issue. It's a medical issue. It's between a woman and her doctor. It has nothing to do with you. Uh, go back to not paying taxes, asshole. Yep. So, All right. so um, in uh, me Chinese, me play joke news, and I just, I feel like I gotta preface it. I'm not making fun of Chinese people. I'm making fun of the Chinese government of China. So um, they are assholes. Because I have, so my Facebook feed, I use it as like a, uh, I put, I subscribe to a bunch of different news sources, so I see these news headlines. Right. One of them is China Daily. And China Daily, right now, they're real hard on the propaganda where they're like, Oh no, look at the protesters! They set a man on fire! Did they? uh, They did. They really did. But uh, the cops also shot like three people on Facebook Live. Uh, Yeah, just like running in, grabbing people, throwing them to the ground, and then just shooting them point blank. Oh, cool. Yeah. Uh, China Daily does not show that. They just go, violent protesters, and then they get people... Who uh, so I guess are supposed to be regular regular Hong Kong citizens, and they go, I was trying to go to work today, but the protesters raped my family. In <laughs> the Hong God. Kong protests, and you're so, like, oh, come so they're on. the uh, so they're the Fox News of China. Pretty much, China is its own Fox I, News. I was just trying to go to work today, and Antifa showed up and raped my family. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. So all the people that are protesting for democracy in Hong Kong are basically Antifa, uh, according to China. Um, and so, yeah, some guy got set on fire like four hours later uh, by protesters. Now, here's the crazy thing that China's been doing, and nobody's talking about this, and this drives me crazy. Uh, China has seeded uh, the protests with their own agents who then start violence uh, so then they can yeah. step back and go, look how violent the protesters are. 
And yeah, that's that's why I was uh, curious about the people being lit on fire. I was wondering if that's a actual now, false flag operation. Mm, no, I don't know if the people that set the guy on fire were actual protesters or they were Chinese government agents setting a dude on fire while they were pretending to be protesters. It gets down to the level of, um, what's his name from Tropic Thunder, where he's like, I'm just a dude playing a dude disguised as another dude. You're like, I don't know what's going on. But the, the Chinese government does a lot of that. Um, so it's very possible maybe protesters did set a dude on fire, or maybe the Chinese government set him on fire. Right, look what the protesters have done. Yeah. Um, either way, I'm kind of surprised at the way they're handling Hong Kong, honestly, because they seem to be taking a much, and, and I, I, you can't see me doing air quotes, a much lighter touch than I am used to the Chinese government doing. And by lighter touch, I mean they're shooting people point blank, Better. not running them over with tanks. I, well, that guy was actually uh, arrested, not ran over, but right. But you know what uh, I mean. Like, but I mean, he was dis he was disappeared after that. So <laughs> yeah, you know. yeah. Uh, I, I'm surprised that yeah, like they're not that they're just not like you know uh, nerve gassing all of Hong Kong. You know, I'm kind of surprised at that. I guess they're trying to work on their uh, image. No, they actually they they tear gas. They don't nerve gas, and that's why um, part of the image of the protesters is someone wearing a gas mask. Right, because right, they no. are getting gassed. Right, but I'm surprised that China hasn't just dropped a gigantic, like, bubble dome over all of Hong Kong and then just pumped, like, pesticide in there till everyone's dead. <laughs> and then when people yeah. are like, what are, you, what are you doing, China? Oh, we're just fumigating Hong Kong. Don't worry. Uh, come back. They I just mean, they might eventually get to that level. Like, right, give them they time. Just, they just tint the whole city and gas everyone in it. Yeah, it was like, uh, well, we tried the nonviolent approach of only shooting a few of you. I guess we'll have to use a heavier hand now. If I haven't made my stance clear, uh, the Chinese government is as bad as they ever were. They're just more competent at it. Like, the, Ill the, the illegal organ trade, if you go to prison in China, there's a very good chance they're just going to wheel you in, chop you up, and fucking, like, sell your organs. Uh, they do that to prisoners all the fucking time. This is not some dystopian yep. conspiracy theory. This is a thing that happens. Yeah, yeah. I mean, all we really need to do is get Xi Jinping some uh, honey, and that would distract him long enough for us to like seize power uh, away from him and hand it back to the people. But uh, I guess they have like too many tariffs on honey for him to get it. <laughs> I'm calling him Winnie the Pooh here, if, if I'm not being clear. Silly old um, bear. I'm calling him an asshole, and uh, I hope he gets hemorrhoids. Why can't his friend Piglet talk some sense into him, hmm? I mean, I, just talk to Rabbit or Owl or Eeyore, and they can set him right. Although I do feel that one day this will make it to China, and we will get snatched. Because uh, <laughs> it seems like they focus on weird little stuff, you know what I mean? Like in America, to get the president's attention, you know, you need to, uh, you need to do something big. But I feel like in China, we would just get censored as a small, weird podcast. I mean, they would probably just disappear us and no one would ever hear from no, us they again wouldn't, they wouldn't disappear us what they would do is they would just tell soundcloud uh or anybody that hosts our podcast that they're not going to be allowed to do business in china anymore and then we would just get booted by the american company kowtowing to the chinese interests yeah that, that's probably it but if we were actually in china they would also be looking for ways to arrest us or they would just deport us back to america because they're pretty big on deporting people they oh, disappear their they oh, disappear and, their and this, own citizens you know, in this hypothetical, I was picturing us as Chinese citizens. Oh, yeah. If we were Chinese citizens, we would have never gotten this far because we'd be spending all our time working at the plant with suicide nets. 
Right. Now, in America, it's not quite that bad yet, but we're working on it. Like, oh, yeah. I'm still pretty sure that uh, Pete and I, before this is over, when Trump really gets desperate, the two of us are going straight to Guantanamo, right? Well, we're going to be in Gitmo Whenever he declares no himself trial. president for life, and then his son declares himself the next president. By the way, Don Jr., in a beautiful news story, wrote this really dumb book called Triggered about how hard it's been for his family for his I dad to that. be president. And he got booed. He got booed by his own crowd. Not even the left, <laughs> the right booed Don Jr. because he was just like, you know, when I went by Arlington and I saw the, uh, I saw the headstones, I, I just really thought, you know, about how hard it was for the veterans, and I then also thought about how hard it's been on our family with Shit. my father running for president. Basically, dying in a foreign war is just as hard as being a rich son of a fucking president. Right? Like, Jesus Christ, I'm glad the crowd turned on him. So, yeah. I saw that book in uh, Books a Million, and what annoyed me is that it was just about sold out. But, um, yeah, when I saw, like, you know, Donald Trump Jr. triggered written below him, I'm like, yeah, you absolutely are triggered. You're so triggered, you wrote this entire book bitching and whining about how hard it is to be, well, you know, let's, a, a let's millionaire. Stop it. He didn't write the book. You know it was ghostwritten. You know everything that yeah. family does is ghostwritten. They don't write their own books. It's yeah, no, not, it's no, not it's even no Dusk possible. Belt book one, Give Me Back My Life, a story about Jerry Cage, a man who wants his life back. Uh, available now on Amazon. <laughs> That's what you should have done. You should have got a bunch of copies of our book and then just put it over his on the stand. That would be wonderful. I have enough That's... copies. I have like a stack of them over here. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to order a box of them and I'm going to start going around to bookstores and just sneakily uh, putting them over like all of Trump's books. By the way, uh, Dusk Belt Book 2, The Super Lad, is now about like 80% written. I would have finished it today, but like, God, I'm going to be gone doing a, you know, working all well, let's, most of the let's day. Let's get back to some more Chinese news real quick. So, um, so if people would like for me to turn out books faster, you need to like buy enough of them that that could be my full-time living, and then you'll be seeing many more of them. All right, so back to uh, your news. As you may know, uh, there's an ethnic minority in China, uh, the Uyghurs. Um, I guess they're, they're Muslim. Anyway, China is systematically... Uh, wiping them out, basically putting them in um, prison camps, or as they call them, re-education camps, putting pro-government, like, uh, monitors in their homes. Um, and it doesn't, even if you escape to, like, another country, China will, like, send you a letter and go, hey, you know, your great Aunt Ethel is still here. Be a real shame yeah. if she were re-educated to death. You ought to come back and go to prison. Yeah. Um, so like, that's, they, that's a real thing that can happen. So they are systematically destroying these people. Now they're sending men to sleep in the same beds as Uyghur Muslim women while their husbands are in prison camps. I can only assume they're trying to do what the English were trying to do in, like, Scotland and Ireland uh, back in, like, the 1200s, where they're like, well, yeah, breed them out, right? Out of existence, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's fucking insane that, like, they're going to make an entire uh, ethnic minority just disappear through a series of... Uh, planned imprisonments and rapes and killings and stuff so yeah maybe um we should work more towards uh, freeing hong kong the revolution of our time i still like well here's the other big problem people don't realize so like, all this stuff's going on in hong kong guess who's really been upping the rhetoric about taiwan who china they want it back and they want it bad like, they, they had a very, it was a very, like, uh, you know, uh, Chinese speech where they were like, It is our destiny to deny the you Chinas, and we will not be denied! Like, they're coming after Taiwan, and Taiwan's like, oh, fuck. 
because the United States has been the balancing force uh, for the long time, basically <clears throat> keeping a free Taiwan, you know? Right, and right now America is, like, falling <laughs> apart because we have uh, a dictator running the country into the ground. And, uh, yeah, so, like, China's like, I'll take that and that and that and that and that. And uh, Trump will be like, and I'll even help you out, China, okay? I just need some dirt on Joe Biden, all right, bigly. Um, well, like, and I feel bad for Taiwan uh, because if you don't know, so the Chinese Civil War happened, the communists won, the rest of the Chinese government fled to Taiwan and basically lived there in exile. It became its like own country, but like they considered themselves the real China. China considered themselves the real China. So there's been like a little mini China sitting on the coast of China. China's wanted it back for a while, but they haven't really like they they haven't really been able to like go against the U.S. to get it back. Right. Uh, but now it's open season, so uh, uh, good luck, Taiwan. Yeah, fuck. I mean, if they can hold on for not even an entire year, we're what, 500 and... I mean, not 500. Uh, 359 days till the election? Something like that. So they don't even have to wait an entire year, and uh, we might be able to boot the current orange asshole out and finally get, like, the real adults in the room to be in charge again. Yeah, but, I mean, who knows what China's timetable is, man. But even after we get a new president, like... How do we now... The yeah, we, is, well, there's going to be so much work to be done. That well, probably won't be been, priority one. Number one, the balance has been tipped, and I honestly am kind of against messing in other people's backyards, number one. But two, uh, China's terrible, so I don't really have a problem messing in their backyard uh, to keep Taiwan free and this, that, and the other. But they're growing to the point which eventually we're not going to be able to do that without an act of war. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They're they're growing strong enough that like we're just gonna have to respect that, like they're fucked up, but that's their backyard. Yep. So you know what we need to do as soon as we get uh, a Democrat president, Senate, and House is expand the Supreme Court by another like three or four seats and put nothing but like far left Democrats in each of those seats. That way, you know the the SCOTUS will be majority liberal. And then once the Dems actually have control of everything, then uh, we can just start enacting liberal policies left, right, and center. And Fox News and all the right-wing pundits on uh, AM radio will just be freaking the fuck out. And at first, at first it will rally the base, but I believe their base will eventually suffer from outrage fatigue. The same way uh, a lot of people have with uh, Trump. It's really hard to stay mad for this long. Every time they were going to, they were going to boycott Nike. They were going to boycott Keurig. They were going to boycott all these companies because they did something leftist. And it didn't hurt that company's bottom line at all because, sorry guys, face it, the right does not have the buying power that everyone else does. Yeah, yeah. You have a very <clears throat> you have a very niche buying power. There's a small <coughs> there's a small niche area that like you influence, no. but everything else is like nope, doesn't really matter. I mean, most of the money goes to people on the right, but that would be you know wealthy billionaires that are looking up for their own bottom line, so they're yeah. able to keep the right wing people in power because they know that's the best way for them to make a little bit more money and just squeeze a few more pennies out of people at the cost of the entire middle class, uh, up in the taxes on the middle class while the wealthy get tax cuts. That's what Trump's tax scam did, by the way. It's going to exponentially increase taxes on the middle and lower class at yeah. you know to, to the benefit of the wealthy. Which, by the way, the uh, the benefits that the wealthy saw from uh, that tax scam, that it's already disappeared. It like it bipped up for a bit and then it went back down to normal, and that's fine. They had like a one good quarter, but the damage that it caused to the middle class is going to last for about ten years. Right. 
Um, and so, speaking yeah. of which, I saw a great meme the other day, and the meme said, uh, if you combine the money of the top 55 billionaires in the United States and took all their money, it would only run the American government for nine months. Maybe the problem isn't billionaires. Maybe it's, you know, government spending or something. I go, all right, well, number That's one. wrong? Well, number one, if, um, if, I can't remember if it was 55, I think it was, is it 55 or 550? Anyway, whatever. If 550 individuals out of a nation of millions have enough wealth to completely run our government uh, without cutting any services for nine months, that's too much fucking money. You know what I mean? Yeah, a, a billion dollars is honestly too much for any one person to ever have. If right. all these billionaires would just like help people out, then everyone could live nobody's on a $75,000 a year. Nobody's saying kick in fucking Jeff Bezos' fucking door uh, and drag him out into the street screaming. Well, and, and, well no, because he's, um, I mean, okay, he's still a bit of a monster, but he's not nearly as big of a monster as the Koch brothers. I say right. kick in the door of the one surviving Koch brother and drag him out into the streets kicking and screaming. I think the one surviving Koch brother, we should dig up the dead one and throw the live one in the coffin with the dead one and rebury him. Yep. Just uh, bury him alive. Like They're not elected so officials, people. so that's okay to say, I think. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, they're they're basically the unelected government. But anyway, my point is, that's like... That's true. They are they are the plutocracy. <laughs> that, so that, that amount of money is dangerous to democracy, which is why you need basically, like... You know how you had anti... It's the same reasoning that we had antitrust laws back in the day when companies grew too large... Um, and they were threatening democracy and they were threatening the government because they basically ran the government. We need antitrust stuff again for, for 2019, you know? Um, Gates and uh, fucking Bezos and, like, all those guys with those ridiculous holdings, their holdings need to be broken up um, so that they don't threaten the power of the government which they are under. Yep. You know? Uh, yeah, so I saw that meme and I go... All right, so this is a pro-billionaire meme, but I want to be like, well, what's your point? So these guys should just keep their billions, but then we just stop giving food to hungry kids? I don't know what you want. Yeah, it's just uh, rich people propaganda, just a way to tell people, quit, quit looking at over here. Stop blaming me for all of your problems, even though I caused them. It's like, well, you I know, I just, uh, what do you call it? I just want, this is why, like, all right, you want to do that? Fine. Then I get to choose what my fucking taxes go to, and I'm going to find out where every billionaire lives, and I'm going to make sure that, like, I'm going to start a, a thing to say, if we control where our taxes go, that we don't fund a police or fire department or roads or any essential services where all the billionaires live. You got billions? Pay for it yourself, asshole. Yep. But then that probably leads to private armies, and that's a whole other problem. Uh, so <laughs> I think we got time for one Dear Wesley. Hey, yeah, I was looking at the, the time, and we have about five minutes. So let's hit us hit him with a so quick Dear Wesley. So this Dear Wesley is just for you, Pat. Okay. Because um, it's a particular problem you've had. And it says, Dear Wesley, dinner out is an unwelcome gift for couple on restricted diets. Ah. Oh. Dear Wesley, my companion of many years and I are retired, and we live a few hours away from some of his family. When one of them plans a visit, she always insists on taking us out for a meal. She doesn't ask if we would like to eat out, but rather commands it, and then she insists on paying for the meal. All right, so already right here, it seems like this person is complaining about problems that aren't a problem. Yeah, it's a, a free meal that they insist upon, and the reason why they're insisting is because they probably feel like you're being modest by turning them down. Right. I mean, okay. Go along with it. That's, that's not the worst thing in the world. She insists on paying for it. What a bitch. Um, 
I enjoy cooking and visiting with family during and after meals. I know what our dietary restrictions are, and most restaurant meals do not meet those requirements, which include low sodium, fat, sugar, and no gluten. According to my companion, I'm a good cook, and he enjoys everything I make. I know I should say something, but what? I need a suggestion on how to deal with the situation without hurting anyone's feelings. Thanks, but no thanks. Um, here's here's what I would say. Uh, okay, because you're 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 gonna say it, and I'm gonna give the fucking yeah. I got a, I got a few things to say to this person. So uh, nobody's ever gotten fat off of one mill. So just like enjoy the one mill out. Of, what is it a month? Something enjoy like the that, meal. Yeah. It's not it's it's not gonna hurt you and then go home and keep eating healthy otherwise. Like whatever you're eating ninety, ninety-five percent of the time is what affects your um your weight, is what affects your health. Uh just having a rare and appropriate um you know, like good meal so, is not gonna you, hurt you. You're so well reasoned. You know that that's what I appreciate about you, because I'm real I'm real salt and vinegar about this. <laughs> Thank you. But so, uh yeah, 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 that's what I had to say. Oh, sorry. So my thing is, uh, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Every restaurant on the planet has healthy, low-sodium, gluten-free. That's the world we live in. McDonald's has fucking salads. You can go to McDonald's and go, oh, man, I don't want any of this. They've got apple slices. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can I, just uh... get a fucking big thing of vegetables from fucking McDonald's. Where are they taking you that have no menu options? You fucking piece of shit. Like, God, this person makes me mad. And like, even Shoney's. I don't know if anybody listening remembers Shoney's, but they still I, kind of exist. I uh, Shoney's, the, the one that's got like the mile-long breakfast bar. I tell you what we'll do. We'll make you a chicken fried steak surfboard. You can surf your way through the gravy till you get to the mashed potatoes. Like, even they have vegetables. That sounds delectable. Right? Yeah. The, um... I went to um, Chick-fil-A, the place with the uh, the anti-gay hate chicken the right. other day, because I had a coupon for a free um, hate sandwich. <laughs> and um, I had so a coupon I'll, for I'll, hate, so you know what do we do? Yeah, uh, 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 I mean you can't you can't taste the bigotry, but um, but you can taste the delicious chicken. So I went there and I got the sandwich. And I looked up on the the board and I realized that they had like alternatives to uh, fries listed. It's like don't want fries? How about one of these? Yeah. And one of the things they had listed was a, a fruit cup. So I ordered that and it was wonderful. It was really yeah. good. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. Like, so the the restaurants don't always they do they absolutely do. You are just an asshole. You know what I mean? Also, I'm going to go ahead and tell you, I eat at Chick-fil-A, and I'm not going to stop, and here's why. You ready for this? Yes. I own an iPhone. You know why that affects why I eat at Chick-fil-A? Why? Because I'm carrying around a token of child slavery in my pocket at all times. Oh, so yeah. I'm already horrible. So oh, yeah. Like, um, I know one guy who... I just... Sorry, this sort of along the same lines of uh, bringing back uh, China earlier too, saying that uh, he's boycotting Blizzard products forever because uh, you know he's never going to buy another Blizzard thing again because of the whole, you know, they um, suck Chinese cock, right? Right. They, uh, they, they want that Chinese money more than they want um, people to be able to speak would their minds. Would you say that they suck Xi Ji's ping? Yes, yes I would. <laughs> uh, the, uh, I'm usually the pun guy, too. But, yeah, so, okay, so, fair enough. I absolutely can respect someone that wants to boycott someone for a noble reason. 
However, the same guy still uses a cell phone, right? Like he's still using a phone that was made by the hands of people in a factory where the conditions are so despicable they have to put suicide nets outside the windows to keep their employees yep. from killing themselves from yep. how much they're suffering. Yep. He's still carrying that around just fine. Like that yep. the people that make uh, the the tiny components in that phone will pass off the savings to Samsung or you know Droid or whatever or Apple. Uh, those people, those companies still profit off of suffering, and yep. he is still benefiting yep. from the suffering of others. Yep. So, you know, my moral stance is, fuck it, I'm just going to keep buying Blizzard games, and I'm going to keep using my phone, because there's too much suffering in this world to completely avoid it. I would have to, like, shut myself off and right. be a hermit if I, I wanted to you, completely I would have to tear dodge every, it all. I would have to tear every stitch of clothing off my body, because so much of it is made in, like, child... Just tear it off and run into the woods. Child uh, labor And I'm camps, sure, yeah. like, even if I tore all my clothes off and ran into Central Park, Right, and I'm like, I'm gonna live in the park. Did you know that Central Park was actually created when they completely uh, bulldozed a community, I believe, of like former freed slaves that had built their own community in the middle of Manhattan? They bulldozed it to make a park. Ah, I can't even get away from it there. Holy shit! Yeah. Yeah. So yes, uh, don't don't give to Chick Fil A. Sure, it supports hate, but also, what are you gonna do? You gonna go to Popeyes? You gonna get a Coke? Did you know that uh, Coke is responsible for fucking thousands, maybe millions of deaths like worldwide because of their water policies in foreign countries? There's no way to get away from it. But you can still get a reasonable low sodium meal in almost any restaurant you go to. Yep. So all right, yeah. Hit it with the socials, Pete. Uh, you can find us uh, somewhere on Twitter. Uh, we have an email address uh, that you can also probably find. Uh, Pat, what is that email address? Uh, thosemuckrakers at gmail.com. And also you can find us on Twitter at thosemuckrakers on Twitter. Yeah, pretty much. Man, and uh, like we brought up our uh, book earlier, uh, Dusk Belt Book 1 is still available, and Book 2 will be coming very soon, definitely this month. I just need time to like sit down, smash through the rest of it, make um, Pete do the second draft, and then we will fight with uh, Amazon's really, really difficult to work with uh, system <laughs> of publication until it all looks fine. And then also we'll have to do the whole um, song and dance of getting the cover made. It'll be Sorry. fun. It'll be cool. Uh, well, I guess until next time, guys, just remember that literally everything you enjoy in the modern world is built on human suffering. <laughs> and I guess get naked and run into the woods and be the change you want to see in the world. I don't know. Fuck. If it um, feels good, it's a sin. Or suck Shiji's ping. I don't know. I'm just trying out different closing lines at this point. If sucking Shijing's ping makes you feel good, it's a sin. <laughs> Maybe that's what we need to go back to. Everything that's tasty is a sin! <laughs> I would imagine his ping tastes like honey. Oh, man, that'd be delicious. <laughs> uh, is all this staying in? Sure. That's what she said. <laughs> uh, oh, we didn't do a Wesley impression today. What What was Wesley's answer to the, the, the food thing? <laughs> oh, oh, what you got to do, you got to go to the restaurant and order some pizza bread. And when they go, what's that? You just go, oh, God damn it, I can't eat here. They don't have pizza bread. See, and no one will have pizza bread, and the only way you can get it is by making it at home. Uh, you gotta, whatever the, oh, my God. Uh, oh, well, here's what you got to do, see. Whenever they come by and offer to buy you a meal, you say, well, I don't want to eat at a restaurant. I want to eat at Fred's. Because Fred's has a loaf of bread, and it has all ketchup, and it has all the stuff you can make pizza bread with. And then you just go to the restaurant and ask them, if you can use the oven on the back. And when they say no, you say you and yours, and then you go home and make it. <laughs> that's yep, yeah, that's the Wesley. The the Wesley take. 
All right, well, until next time, guys. Fuck if I know. <laughs> Remember to uh, keep your gunpowder dry. Yeah, we got to stop talking about gunpowder in the same podcast we talk about the president. I mean, we talk about both and all of them, so that's... God, we've left a mountain of evidence. We've left 90, <laughs> 92 one-hour pieces of evidence behind us. Oh, my God. Well, I mean, <laughs> the the golden line on this dark cloud is that, um, I mean, in Gitmo, they don't actually give you trials. So, you know, well, the, the none, of, none of this evidence is going to do anyone any good. Well, the best part about this, I think, is that we won't get popular until we're trying to scrub the Internet of our podcast so that we don't get arrested. <laughs> and then oh, the Streisand up. effect. Yeah, and then people will be oh, like, this is the wonderful. best ever. We're like, shut, no, don't talk about it. We're trying not to go to jail. <laughs>